Welcome to Go Home Heat, an NXT podcast. This should be fun. Now, we will, we, if you want to hear our opinions on the NXT uh, cuts that were earlier this weekend, we were doing this on Sunday. The you know, Triple H has been trending all morning because of the fact that Khan, the, their version of Khan, cut a lot of the roster. We wound up kind of accidentally talking about that at the beginning and end of the Raw podcast we did earlier today that will be out as well. So if you want to go back and listen to that, we may wind up diving into it further here. But I, I actually think that um, you might find that entertaining. Go back and check that out if you want to. Hit Row versus Legato Del Fantasmo, Top Dollar, and Adonis versus Mendoza Wild with Santos Escobar on the outside. I am fascinated by Hit Row. I'm fascinated by Top Dollar. Adon, I did not realize Adonis was, a, what did they say, was an Army Ranger or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, wow, huh? Yeah, don't mess with that dude. <laughs> right. Those dudes, are, like, you know, in the in the movies, that dude that you don't want to mess with, he was a Ranger or a SEAL, right? Yeah. It's a, that, that, that's how they always find out. They're like, oh, we're going to go in here and we're going to take over this bank, this school, this uh, village. Oh, what do you know? Rambo cool. is is yeah. a Tibetan monk today. <laughs> <laughs> Almost dead. <laughs> right. Dude, have you seen Suicide Squad? Not yet. I heard it's really good. Oh, my God. His voice on that shark is off the chain, dude. Oh, my God. Okay, moving on, though. Back to this. I thought this was great. Escobar winds up attacking Swerve and then um, stealing Swerve's grill. Uh, Top Dollar and company wind up uh, winning the match. Uh, wait. They, wait, they didn't win, did they? So Escobar winds up pulling top dollar out and getting to them DQ'd that way. As they begin to run the show, they take the, like I said, he takes the grill. BFAB kind of saves the day with a chair shot. And then they run off. I think wild winds up getting beat up again, which is kind of sad for wild to constantly wind up getting <laughs> Escobar. Escobar stands at the top of the stage and watches his cohorts get the pummeled. And then when they retreat, finally are allowed to retreat by hit row and get back to Escobar he's doing the old photo pose with the grill like he won the day and the other two dudes are probably wondering man we just got the snot beat out of us yeah and you're happy you got this dude like fake teeth here <laughs> which is classic Escobar by the way mm. it's it, well done though I love these two these two factions against each other Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so um, Joe's pissed, and he's been hired, and they and they hire a security team to uh, keep Joe away from everybody, basically, especially Cross. Great night. Yes, yes. <laughs> Loomis and Index artwork, a uh, little show there of all the pictures he's drawn and painted for the for them, and it was just beautiful and, and heart rendering. Rich Holland, Touching. what? Touching. Touching. Rich Holland and in, in-ring return here. Ridge versus the jacket guy, Jiro. 
Icky Man. Icky Man. And Ridge gets the beat down. Pete Dunn talks for a little bit, lets everybody know that they're going to get whooped. I like this segment. I thought it was booked right. Ridge Island is a monster, dude. Mm-hmm. So is Pete Built Dunn. Like all. Correct. Frankie Monet. Last week's loss was Robert Stone's fault. True. This whole thing must be rebuilt from the ground up in my image. Uh, Kamea doesn't seem like she really wants to be in Frankie's shadow, but she also does not. I I feel like she wants to be rid of Robert Stone as well, and she enjoys yeah. when Frank, Frankie runs down Stone, so this is kind of a neat dynamic we have here. It's interesting. Right, right. And I'm curious as to where it goes. Strong versus Robert Stone could be funny. Right, right. Strong versus Fish. And this is an interesting match for multiple reasons. It was fantastic. Um it's exactly what it should have been. It was booked like it should have been. Two ex stable mates, two great workers working each other over. Um Fish looking every bit the striker grappler that he is. O'Reilly, the younger, um, more established singles wrestler, winning in the long run through the many different styles of backbreakers he has. I thought this was well done, and I thought it was the correct result. And uh, I loved Wade Barrett saying that Roddy isn't a two, he's a one. He's not. He shouldn't be somebody's sidekick. No, he shouldn't. And... The only thing, of course, is, as we know now, two people involved in this program are no longer with the company. And I said on the last on the other show, and I won't get too deep into it, I don't like Fish losing his job, but I do think Fish has proven he can help a company in these last few weeks. Tyler Rust, I worry about. I do too, but that dude showed me flashes of great at times. I liked his moveset. I think his looks a little off, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it felt like he was three months away from being a big deal. And yet, yeah. it doesn't work out, right? So, we get Grimes and uh, Knight backstage. Grimes has gotten Knight his little workout bands for him to work out pre-match. And he's ready to get dressed for the match, to which Knight lets him know he looks just fine and he will be wrestling in his butler outfit and go ahead and shine my boots real quick thought the <laughs> Grizzle so young, Grizzle young vets always do the cool promos on their way to the ring uh, we get this match and it is exactly what you would have thought it would be as Grimes winds up doing the, the bulk of the work here Eventually, when he goes for the hot tag, Knight gets off the ring apron and leaves him there to be pummeled. Um, Grimes does a amiable job of fighting back and almost giving us some hope. Of course, he winds up losing and taking the ticket to Mayhem. Interesting here, how many times do we see this style of program turn into them beating the established tag team. Yes. And they did the right thing here. Correct. They did the right thing here. Knight behaved like he should. Grime, uh, Mayhem gets a win. Uh, 
Grizzled Young Vets get a win. Grimes is endearing himself to the crowd more and more. The Million Dollar Man comes down and tells the guy, kid, I told you you got to get out of this. You can't trust this guy no matter how much you're a man of your word. All of it works, right? Yeah. Okay. Dakota does a film segment next. Good. <clears throat> it was very good at explaining the last 18 months as Kai has taken Gonzalez from obscurity and helped her get to the point where she's a champion. All of that is fairly true. I get well, where she's a little moment where they look where Dakota Kai was like, and then she looked right past me, you know? Right. And they strung together stuff that we've been watching the little looks, the little side eyes and stuff. They built it up. And when it finally they pulled the trigger, it made sense. And then she gets to tell the story, and it all makes sense. It's perfect. It is absolutely a perfect program to this point. You know, they did it like like you said. Kai was so good in all of these moments that you thought, well, you know, even if I was happy for her, it would bother me a little bit. And even if I'm happy for it, it would bother me a little bit. And then when when EO walks right past her or when Zoe doesn't pay any attention to her or it really you start to see the seeds of of dissent being planted and then for them to be able to like you said give us all that that's perfect right Well built Well built The way and Candace the way Candace and Johnny know what is best for the family and the fate of the family is in my hands where it should be What did you think about uh Trey Baxter and Gacy. Ah, I was surprised by Gacy winning. I mean, uh, Baxter winning. Yeah. He's got the move. Again. About, go ahead. I don't know about the Gacy guy. He Man, had a weird out. Dude, you got to change that name. Gacy only reminds me of one dude, bro. John Wayne Gacy. Right. You got to change that name. Right. Okay. I thought the EO Zoe thing in the restaurant was awesome. I know. Oh, that was classic. That's classic wrestling shit stuff. It was good. Right. Her throwing the octopus on the wall. (laughs) It was great, dude. It was great. And Zoe, uh, we're getting to see Zoe's personality come forward. We're getting to see uh, EO doesn't really have to show us much personality, but it, it's it's well done. I, I, I like yeah. it a lot. And then we get Indy uh, backstage, and she's very nervous, as we all know. We do have Karrion Cross. Um, calling out Joe, but... Correct me if I'm wrong. He didn't call him out from the arena. No. <laughs> right. And so Joe is beside himself, goes crazy, beats up his own security team, which I had a feeling that's where we were going. And really, Kevin? Yes. Yes. I'm totally surprised by this guy's having a bad night. <laughs> yeah. And of course, he's choking out a security guard and just perfect you know because he's Joe's totally out of control which you would expect from 
what well, we've known too, of Joe all along. I love that they're not fighting each other. I love that they're keeping their hands on each other. They're building. Yes. They're not each other in weird tag matches. They're not, you know. Right. Have matches that you know, with wonky DQ endings and stuff. They're just building. Well, if you're going to have a blood feud, right, which is what this is supposed to be, a blood feud, me standing on the apron and waiting to tag in doesn't work. No. Because if I hate you to the point where this is some form of a blood feud or we might be getting inside a cell together or anything like that, then there's no I'm going to wait around to touch you. Mm-mm. Right? That's about to get got. Right. When I see you, you know, what is it, the term? It's on on site, right? Uh-huh. That's the that's the feeling they want to sell you on here. It would be a little better for the program if maybe one guy wasn't losing on Monday nights to go with it. But what? I can't do anything about that evidently. Neither can Triple H. Um I just, no, go, what's, no, I'd do it. I just pretend it didn't happen. Yes. Yes. Like like last three Star Wars movies. Yes, yes. Okay, Triple H talks up Walter and Dragonoff 2. Fit Finley does, Riddle does, Drew does, Sheamus does, HBK does, Regal does. They're going to do this at TakeOver. I, uh, I'm, I'm excited, pumped. And I, I had, do you feel like Dragonoff somehow wins? I do. And you I think do. Walter comes over? That's what I'm hoping. Please make it happen. If Walter comes over, do you put him on SmackDown? Do you put him on Raw? Or does he come to NXT? Please let him come to NXT. Correct. Well, obviously, your hopes are he comes to NXT because he'll be booked correctly. But do you... Do you see Walter as the kind of talent that works in Vince's world the Smackdown world the Raw world I don't know I can't tell you yeah I I have no clue what he wants at this point It, it varies from week to week you know I would have thought Keith Lee would be like or Karrion Cross would be like perfect for him he'd be like these guys are you know big they can talk you know i I don't know how do you think keith lee carrying cross and walter will work as three and b oh my god dude can you uh, (laughs) oh i've got that picture in my head well keith lee's definitely the front man They'll bring up Raquel too. You you remember what was the thing they had where everybody was like, uh, I want to. Uh, what was it? It was the Attitude Era, and they were supposed to all be like, I don't want to say clowns, but they were misfits of some. You're talk, I was talking about the oddities. I knew you were going to talk about the oddities. <laughs> Raquel Gun. Raquel Gonzalez, Walter, um, Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, Dragonoff, and Mace are your new oddities. The new oddities, yes. Yes. <laughs> Walter in a gimp mask with a Cartman doll. 
Okay. Gargano versus Loomis. Uh, for the love. For all the love in the world. What did you think of this? I loved every second of it. It was so much fun. It was. It was this good. good too. What's that? The story told was Andy Hartwell gets to make her own decision. Johnny Gargano didn't make the decision. Dexter Williams didn't. Andy Hartwell chose. So I think that was actually a pretty good way to tell the story. You didn't end up, because this is kind of a problematic story if you don't tell it the right way. Correct. You you also have fantastic wrestling. Johnny is so good at having matches with guys there's no reason I should be able to believe he can beat. And somehow yeah. it turning into him getting to do it like the through the middle rope uh, tornado DDT or final heartbeat was so good and then to hit it a second time so that way Loomis doesn't look vulnerable in normal scenarios right no so his next match he's still the killer he's supposed to be Johnny just managed to tell the story properly Indy you know being girlfriend getting hit yeah yeah right right but also like you said after this little uh, up and down and when they lose you know all hope is gone right love is lost all that terrible stuff as they're walking up the rail Indy turns and she runs to her man and doesn't embrace him she literally Luthez presses him <laughs> yes and I'll make <laughs> it was so cornball it was very end of a John Hughes movie to me. Yes. Yes, it was great. You know what bothers me about John Hughes movies? No, tell me. Uh, not to be... Uh, I'm not saying that looks are everything. Okay? I'm, I'm totally not saying that. No, no, no. I got you. But, you know, you, you watch this movie... And the best friend of what what was was it some kind of wonderful with the uh, what's his name the redheaded guy that winds up in Pulp Fiction jabbing the Eric the, Stoltz Eric Stoltz jabs the needles through the guy through the guy's heart to re, to get him back to life hits him with a drilling shot okay Eric Stoltz no, that was uh, that was that was uh uh-uh, that. In Pulp Fiction, that was um, that was Travolta to Uma Thurman. Okay. Too much coke. Stoltz was in Pulp Fiction, though. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Okay, so Stoltz winds up in this movie, you know, and I think it's Mary Stuart Matheson is the drummer's name. Right? Yes. She's uber cool. She's nice. She's a drummer, for goodness sakes. And she's... She's a little better looking than Howard the Duck's girlfriend. And yet, yes. why is he why is he panning for this other person? It's always like that. Like the 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 female will have a thing for a dude that's not nearly as adorable as her best friend who she ignores. The male will like the love you you should have and the message is always in his movies to me. <laughs> the person you ought to love, you never do. Yeah. <laughs> The person who will do anything for you, 
you never love. You know? <laughs> My boy Ducky. Ducky. Ducky would have done anything. And he winds up being Iron Man, right? Or no, that's yeah. uh Oh no. That's Cleese is Ducky, right? Oh God, I cannot what? I can't remember who played Ducky. Either way, these are some references any of you that are young will not get at all. This has been yeah. a wonderful Go Home Eat production. An NXT podcast. Uh, copyright 2021. Um, check out our friends at the GIN Project. The G-I-N-N Project.com. Justin. Go home.